bowels of One Half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Real Country Radio. We don't play nothing but real country music. Coming up now, we're going to start off the set with... In the morning. Everybody's doing it. Pull you up a chair and listen to this. are gonna be answered For so long I've been hungry for something else When there's a will When there's a way I work hard cause at the end of the day The Lord helps those That help themselves
And we're back with Sidetrack here on the Pulling Radio Network, powered by DHD. And uh, first ever episode, Kevin, out of Creekside Studios, our uh, new permanent home. We'll be out here a little bigger footprint than what the Second Baptist Grill, Bar and Grill had to offer. And uh, nice to be home. Yeah, a little bit more room to play. And we've got some uh, tuning work to do. So if it sounds like shit, you can blame me. It's par for the course. I sound like crap anyways right now. I've been fighting some respiratory thing, and my voice has been in out. Otherwise, we were recorded yesterday, but it's been hit and miss since uh, Gordyville. The uh, party tour, as always, as we start off the 2018 winter season. Uh, of course, down there, of course, Kentucky Invitational took place same weekend, and uh, great, great events done by both. As always, Eddie and the crew doing a great job down at the horse park in Lexington, Kentucky. And Clint Tucker. Up. Yeah. And Clint Tucker in the What Smoking Gang putting on another fucking amazing show down in Gordyville. And uh I I, I had a blast down there. I'm not gonna lie. I know you had to miss out, but I did, but you know what it was fun from here and kinda keep a pulse on a finger on the pulse of everything between Lexington and Gordyville and even about what was going on with NATPA down in Missouri, too. So it was a good, yep. good time. Yep, NATPA down in Lebanon, Missouri, uh, as they start the second half, so to speak, of the yeah. winter season. And uh, they'll be going to Waterloo, Iowa next uh, for the Winter Nationals out there at the Cattlemen's uh, Convention Center. I'm trying to think. I know I screwed that up. The Coliseum, <laughs> Cattlemen's Coliseum out there. Uh, yours truly be out there on mic again. Once again, I do believe with Bob DeBerg. And of course... Oh, you get to announce with Bob? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> this stuff set off mic there is fucking ridiculous. It's unbelievable. But uh, not only that, uh, Miss our Western uh, cohort of Sidetrack, Miss J.C. Gravert, going to be joining me on microphone there as well. So, Out of the pot into the fire, J.C. Yep, she's this starts her big year for us with sidetracked and uh, oh, she's in for uh, whirlwind adventure. She gets to realize the hell that we've been living the past well oh, now six seasons together. It's fun. Oh, it's an absolute blast. Don't get me wrong. It's a blur is what it is. We're gonna be honest. It's a blur. Oh, it it really is. I got I hit Tunica the last poll of the year. And I'm going. Wait, there's not any more. You mean we're done this with the it? year? This is it. You know. And uh, I think the final count, because, of course, I reset uh, the odometer um, before I, just as I was pulling on my driveway going to Gordyville, the GPS I bought the first week of May had over 10,000 miles alone for pulls. So we had Gordyville. We had um, Ultimate Callout Challenge. Um, Why is it taking so long? We, we had a lot of, lot of pulls, a couple trips to Iowa. Yeah, you know, I I had between fourteen and fifteen thousand miles in this year for polls. I didn't do near that. I don't even think I did half. Yeah, you know what? The dedication it takes to do that. If anybody says I'm not paying my dues, they can go fuck off in that corner over there. Because you know what? It, I'm paying. For my frame dues. of reference, within our new studio, he just pointed at the uh, two thousand degree furnace over there in the corner. Yep, 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 yep. Nope. It's uh, it's it's a passion of uh, you know what. Gordyville, of course, I wasn't down Lexington. I was down in Gordyville. Great getting reunited with Clint and uh, the Western PPL crew, which is a big component of uh, the people 
involved with what smoking productions and great getting reunited with them uh getting to see my uh distance girls as always and of course uh jerry setter their uh merchandise guy great great guy and of course clint brandon holcomb uh Laura, the hook girl, everybody knows our unhooked. Oh my God, she, don't mess with her, man. She's beast. There is three inches of difference in size between her right bicep and her left, <laughs> and she'll she'll do that all weekend long, no breaks, and she does it all season too. Yeah, it's she. Laura's awesome. Um, Woody, I mean, I I could go through the gamut of people. Everybody down there, amazing, and. Uh, course got to be on microphone yet again with of course jason schultz miles krieger jeremy krieger the famous uh butch krieger who is, will always be a legend in my mind always and last but definitely not least art downs the voice of itpa yeah it's it's the only place i get to go and hear art you know i get to hear the krieger boys elsewhere but arts he's really really good oh art's fantastic i will never take that away from him. he's done a lot to help form my career and my style and making sure you know you hit the the sponsors yeah and, you know hit hit your vent your vendors on site hit your concessions you know probably the one thing that i am the worst at because i tend to fanboy too much and just go pull 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 i always forget that stuff yep and arts helped me a lot with that of course got to see his son the famous uh carl downs for those of you watch <laughs> Meekum auction i uh, got to talk with him and uh you know, it was great getting to actually be on microphone with Jason. I work for Jason two, three times a year, and uh, but I've never gotten to actually announce an ounce with him, and I uh, got to do some of that this weekend, and I must have done a good job because pull-offs for him lit up as far as Jason, <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll make, I'll, we're sidetracked. We don't mince words. Nope. We don't bullshit anybody, and fuck you if you don't like my opinion because mine's better than yours, but did Jason Schultz say something he should have? Absolutely, shouldn't have called the crowd cheap pricks. But when you're sitting in a poll and somebody breaks and the entire crowd sh shouts out, oh shit. Yeah, don't. And you you've sound got like beer on both sides. That. You've got Dixie Cups, everybody. Everyone's yeah. drunk off their ass. We had a brawl on the east, west, east side of the track this year. That's a new right one. Right at the smoke tube. That's a new one. And you're saying, well, that wasn't very family friendly. Gordyville is not a family friendly poll. It's no. like buying tickets for your, to take your five and six year old kid on the north side of Bowling Green. You don't do it. Yeah. That's the party side. You want to go sit with your kids and have a family event. You go sit on the south side in yeah. Bowling Green. That's how that is. Gordyville is not a pull for a casual fan. It never no, will not. be. Gordyville is a diehard fan, and it's a puller's pull. It is. If that's the worst thing that ever gets said on a microphone by him, should he said it? No, but come on. I'm sorry. People were being cheap pricks. They were. Yeah. We're trying to bid on an, you know, sell, auction off a beer carrier tray, for God's sakes, so that way you and your buddies can get blitzed easier <laughs> for the Central Illinois Food Bank to raise yeah. money for people yeah. who can't afford not only to go to a poll, but even put meals on their fucking tables, which... In a modern first world country, Shouldn't I don't understand problem. how this happens. Shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, so I guess in that sense, yeah, you are being cheap pricks then. Exactly. I will stand by what he said. Should he have said it as an announcer? Absolutely not. Well, but, it, you know, this is this is the same argument, though, that I make about sleds all the time. People bitch when the sled breaks. Well, the puller's got to be good, and he's got to be right 30 times a summer 
for 15 seconds each. That sled's got to be right for four hours every night, a hundred times. Same with an announcer. I mean, we got to be perfect with every <laughs> single thing that we say at an event all, all summer long and never make a mistake. I've screwed up. I said shit into a live mic. Granted, it was a very small poll, thankfully, and pretty late in the evening. I don't think too many people heard it, but I was embarrassed, and I have remembered that. It, it, you know, it's going to happen. We're going to screw up. You'll be the first person to admit, you meet me in person, I'm one of the most foul-mouthed motherfuckers you will ever meet in your I'm life. I'm far from perfect, too. Too many years in the construction industry. I've grown up in the construction show. I've grown up in the cons- construction industry, and my mom's worked power p- plants her entire life. There's a lot of off-color jokes that I made. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the biggest perverts you will ever meet. When I turn that mic on, it's a different ball game. It's pro time, then. It's different than what you hear in these fucking microphones in the studio. No. Because this is what the show is that we do. That's why, the, that's why we own this podcast. We can kind of say whatever we want to within reason versus when we're at the show, we're working for you. Yep. And it's time to be a pro. We're going to promote everything that's going on there. We're going to do it right, and we're going to do a professional job, which I should now point out. Our schedule's filling up fast, so if you want to get a hold of either one of us for the summer and hire us, you can hire me, 586-405-4471. And, of course, me, 810-937-6493. Get you us know, both. We're, we got, get us booked as quick as we you got can because we're filling quick. Yeah, we're headed to Fair Convention for the state of Michigan here this weekend. And that that's actually going to be booking J.C. Graver for the yeah. bulk, a lot of it. A lot of it, yeah. Um, as far as us, we are booking quick. We have a lot of returns yeah. from last year. But I'm I'm not done with this Gordyville rant, and it's going go to go to a full fucking the, blown. We had to put the shameless plug we in had it. Oh, fucking right. This is our fucking show. We do what we want. But for those of you who want to get on pull-off and have an opinion, that's fine. I'm okay with it. Yeah, you should. You want to sit there At least you're talking. Because I go, hey, crowd, you know, who wants some free t-shirts to make some noise? And when people don't make a lot of noise, I call you pathetic. I'm not calling the people pathetic. I'm talk, talking about their cheering job. Their effort. You've heard me say that how many times on microphone with the crowd? That sounded pathetic. Yeah. You could do better. And, uh, <laughs> and you walk away with me calling you pathetic? All you have to do is make some noise. We'll throw you a fucking free t-shirt. Obviously, you didn't get your fucking free t-shirt because you have a problem with me. And you know what? There was one asshole on there who said, I don't have a voice for announcing. Fine, whatever. I never said I did. I got a we, face for radio and a f- voice for AM. We're the first to say that we hate our own the sound of our own voices. We, we say that at all the time. Do I have a Dave Bennett voice? No. Fuck, I wish only I did. Dave, only Dave does. Oh, God, I wish I had a voice like Dave that. Dave Bennett. Kenny or Ennis Eggleston Kenny or Tom. Or Ed Tom Hart. Hartzell. Ed Hart. I oh love Ed Hart's voice. I don't. I get that. But I'm a showman. And I'm there to fire up the crowd and keep you guys involved. And guess what? Just about every four to five passes, we were throwing out four to five fucking free t-shirts for you guys to get. Now, you want to get on a bitch about me because I'm saying makes noise and takes away from the poll from you? That's fine. Did I quote-unquote cut off Butch Butch and Art and Miles and them? That's fine if you think that. Whatever. I also was looking for them for when they shut off that microphone. Yeah. I, and if I cut in on something, it was to make an announcement about, hey, the Illini State Pullers are selling raffle tickets for an Arctic cooler. You know, to benefit the food bank, or talk about Justin Stuckenschneider, or talk about our great vendors we have on site, because mm-hmm. I had some points I had to hit. Now, if you want somebody who wants to sit there and just talk about the pullers the entire time, and fuck the vendors, fuck the charities, 
guess not, what? You're not going to have a pull long because they're paying to hear their name come over yeah. that fucking microphone. Not to say that Art and Butch weren't going to talk about them, but, I mean, it's it's a part of it. it. This is the job I was given. This is the job I'm going to do. Yeah. Was I happy just being the let's make some noise guy? You know me long enough. I'd rather talk about the pullers going down the track. Yeah. But yeah. I can do that job because guess what? I'm an announcer. I have to be versatile with my career. Mm -hmm. But my biggest issue with all you pansy-ass motherfuckers who want to call me out and say what a horrible job I did, put your fucking name on your post, yeah. not some anonymous shit. Grow a fucking backbone if you've got an opinion. Because you know what? You might be right. You might be wrong. But when you hide behind some, well, just an innocent bystander tag on your fucking post, then obviously you don't have enough balls in your fucking pants borrow from your wife, girlfriend, or whatever, and stand up for your fucking opinions. Because you know what? I didn't get on there once and say, you guys are wrong, or yeah, I didn't do a good enough job. No, I let you have your fucking opinion. That's fine. Do I agree with it? No. But at least you have enough balls to stand up and say, this is who I am, and this is what I believe. Yep. Put your name on it. And that's something. There's a, there's a few forums out there that I read regularly, don't post on them much, where you're required to use your name, and you'd be surprised at the quality of people who do post on there because of that simple rule. What's well, funny is people are going, the guy, you know, oh, he drew, took from the poll because he said, let's make some noise. Go to a European poll or watch European poll. Oh, man, it's nonstop. And actually, they I think... are constantly firing up the crowd. They are constantly giving away stuff. They're, they're swearing up a storm on the microphone. Yeah. The guy who does the Dutch circuit and a lot of the... Oh, my God, he's The great. European tour events... The energy level he brings to it, there is nobody doing this who does it better than him. He is the best when it comes to keeping that that energy level just right at the limit, and he'll do it for three hours. I don't know how he does it. It's he started here in America. I get that. It's an American motorsport. I get that. We took it over to Europe. It's, there's a reason why the ETPA logo looks like a fucking NTPA logo. Yeah. Because so, so we does, set it up because they want it. So does BTPAs. BTPAs. Same thing. They took it to the next level. They and did. guess what? We've fallen stale. Our numbers at crowds have shown it now. Mm -hmm. The number of pullers involved have shown it now. They still have the pull-off. We've gotten away from that. You know what? If anybody should be pointing a finger at what's being done wrong, it's the Europeans looking at us going, you guys are missing out on a mass market fucking sponsors up the wazoo on the yeah. pulling tractors you know pullers are celebrities over there yep over here edson lane could walk in and sit down at a fucking waffle house in ohio next to any of these diet a lot of these fans that love the king of smoke they wouldn't they know, wouldn't know who the fuck he was no i've had that moment i was down at fucking platt city missouri sitting at waffle house Don Slama walks in, sits down next to me. It wasn't until after he left. It clicked in my head who the fuck he was. Yep. Fast and Furious, one of the kings of PPL Super Farms. Mm -hmm. And all around nice guy, too. Oh, amazing guy. We sat there and shot the shit for 20 minutes while I ate my breakfast. But don't give me shit unless you got a fucking backbone to stand up for your own fucking opinion. And maybe look around. We're at a fucking turning point in announcing... Right now, good, bad, or indifferent, whether we like it, where us in-your-face uh, shock jockey crowd builders are starting to have to take over for the old guard because it's a changing of the time, and we got to keep the younger fans coming in.
that's the thing, you know, let's take that discussion another level. If, if you want to attract the instant gratification, Amazon McDonald's generation, you better, you're going to bring something. And whether I like it or not, and personally, I don't know that I do, it's not my style, but some of the snark comes with, it just does. And it's got to be rapid fire. And, and because the attention spans have just shrunk so much, you have 30 seconds. Yeah. When it boils down to it, 30 seconds to keep a millennial involved. It's like dealing with a four or five-year-old. Yep. And you know what? Nobody talked about, not once in pull-off. I made at least five or six kids weekends this weekend. Yeah. Get them out on the track for the anthem. and We got them out on track. And the kids, we didn't throw the stuff to them. No, we made sure they got a Frisbee, a kid's T-shirt. A hat, a football. What a, they got? Some we hand delivered it to them. Yeah. So that way we knew they got it, and they're gonna remember and that. And guess what? I took my microphone with me. Yeah. And I would sit down, kneel down, talk to them. Sit down, talk to them. Hey, you want to be on microphone? I can't tell you how many parents came back and said, "Thank you for doing that. You made their weekend. They absolutely love it." That kid's now a fan. Yeah. That kid's not gonna forget me. That's how you got in here. That's you know, how I got into an announcement. When you were a kid, that's what Tom Hartzell did. Tom Hartzell sat down, and I announced a pulling tractor with fucking Tom Hartzell. Yep. We found the video of it all these years later. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I've had that memory a bit fuzzy throughout the years, because, I mean, I was probably eight years old at the time. If that, maybe. I think yeah. is what we figured out. That well, would have been 1995, so. 95, so I was seven years old. Yeah. Just turned seven. I remember that. There's a kid, Aiden, I met him, eight years old, will not forget Aiden, talked about how this coming weekend he was getting a puppy. Name the dog Marley. Which is a big thing in a kid's life, a boy, a little boy's life, getting a dog. I remember, we had two dogs growing up, I remember both of them vividly today. But, he got to talk about that on microphone. And that made, now you brought it full circle. You brought his life into the event and yeah he'll, he'll never forget that and grandpa came up to me afterwards and goes do you travel for announcing yes i do he goes do you have a business card yes i do he goes you travel to illinois he goes i put on a poll i'd love to have you come announce he goes you made his week that's what matters well for me just being the annoying let's make some noise guy well i obviously did good for some people else. yeah and you'll never get the credit though i mean online everything's just tear down rip that's and fine as long as my name is on their motherfucking mouth, my stock goes up, buddy. Yep. Yep. Because whether I'm that asshole or I'm that great guy, if <laughs> there's nothing, no such thing as bad publicity. No, if nothing happened, there'd be nothing. Nobody'd be talking about anything. It'd be a, you know, after one of the major pulling weekends of the year, it'd be a non-event if there's nothing being talked about. Because let's face it, really for the on on the track stuff, barring one thing that I swore I wouldn't talk about on this show. Talk about it. Nothing really happened. Nothing really happened. Oh, you're talking about when Jason McCoy puked his guts, or no? That, we, can, we, we can talk about. I, that. I guess I'm not following what you're saying by you the, just were not talk about. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you saw that conversation. I probably not. But, we'll talk yeah. on my cigarette break. That's going to we'll, be. We'll talk up, on so cigarette you know. break. Yeah, so you know, I actually. I, I am going to renege on my degree it's not to talk about because there's one comment I just I got to fucking say it, but I, I won't, I won't 
We can catch that after the break. We got yeah. lots of show. And for those motherfuckers who don't want my opinion or don't want to hear me talk, there's a nice feature on all our podcasts. Yeah. Stop. Turn it off. Go listen to something else. I don't care. Because you know what? We started I, this show because we wanted to, not because we thought you wanted to hear what we had to say. Fuck, I gave up. We, I never really gave a shit what you guys thought. Maybe a couple weeks we did. We did yeah. two weeks in a row on pickup trucks. That'll never fucking happen again. <laughs> I don't know. It could. What do you think, Andy? You've been talking a lot about trucks lately. Well, I heard Gerbaugh is uh, looking at sponsoring the 2.5 diesel truck class for TTPA the, for the oh, 20, for TTPA? Seven, 2018 season. So, Yeah. What's that group down by the state line there? Oh, Mommy Valley. No, not them. Uh, further west, south of Hillsdale. Camden know. Group. Camden Group. I, I thought it was the work stocks with Camden. Oh, you know, I got to look into that because I thought, I know Mommy Valley and Camden run the same rules. Maybe he's picking up both. Wow. I know he loves work stock, and I, I heard he's uh, going to be sponsoring Capozo's Super Farm this year, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, Andy, Gerbaugh's blood pressure uh, is through the roof. We're going to talk just, about DOT tires. He just crashed a plow truck. <laughs> and if you find out in the, in the morning that there's now a uh, city of Ann Arbor plow truck parked at the 50-yard line at the big house, it's because Andy lost his fucking mind. Uh, you know, it's par for the course. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, our next segment, we're going to talk about DOT tire truck classes. Awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of truck tire class, well, we can say it's after the break, but yeah, we can talk about UCC for a minute, too. Oh, absolutely. All, all the, the all competitors are out. And the competitors are out, and the qualifier list is coming out now, and we're starting to see those guys, and holy shit. There's some big bullets coming. Yeah, there's going to be some guys who are going to be no freaking joke in the qualifier. Oh, absolutely. I hear Don Schumacher might show up uh, UCC <laughs> this year. Uh, It'd be great. I can't wait to get his autograph. Yeah, he is. And you know what? Uh, he's going to put Antron Brown in a uh, Cummins 5.0 uh, Nissan. Sweet. Or is that Toyota? I don't know. Whatever the hell that thing goes in. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dicks i can already hear it <laughs> you guys are fucking assholes <laughs> how do i call you guys my friends what are friends for oh god yeah of course he won't hear this till march because between the snow plowing and snowmobiling up north we won't have time to download it yeah probably so but yeah for all the haters out there fuck you fuck the horse you wrote in on i don't give a shit I, I know I did my job. You know what? I, I'm happy. I got to go down there and announce. Will you hear me talk bad? Well, you know what drop we really need right now? Nancy Kerrigan. Why? <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think I have that one. It's only because of the Olympics that one's come back around. <laughs> yeah, I don't have Well, that not one only one. that, they did that movie on... Yeah, that, too now, so. yeah, the 23rd anniversary, which is perfectly but Tanya. <laughs> Tanya shows up to what, the Golden Globes, whatever. Is, oh, is that what it was? Yeah, too? something like that. I don't watch network TV. She wore her best uh, curtain out of the trailer park. and. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, let's face it. What is that show? What, what is that damn show on, uh, like, uh, on some cable network where they do, like, the real TV stuff? The only money she's made in the 
past five yeah. years is being on there is being one of the people making fun of people. The only broadcast TV I've caught in the last two weeks is I happened to be at mom and dad's on Tuesday night with the kids who were having dinner and they had dad had the TV on. Inside Edition came up and it was their 30th anniversary retrospective and they were going through all the stories and shit and you know, I was I was really disappointed because it didn't include the Bill O'Reilly meltdown that led to this. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, it's True TV. That's the TV station she's on. True TV. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Only two state, three stations you need. RFD. Yes. Mav TV. Mav TV. And I am still a Lions fan, so I gotta watch Spock, Fox Sports. Yuck. I'm pissed. They well, got rid of Jim. Ninth place ribbons. They got rid of Jim Caldwell, which means the best offensive coordinator we've ever had in Detroit's gone. Gonna be gone. Oh, did he already signed somewhere else? No, but you know the new head coach is gonna come in and clean house. Probably. Which means we lose Jim Bob Cooter. That sucks. That's a disappointment. <laughs> the best offensive the best. coach we've ever had. Just all around good guy. <laughs> all right, 3,000 style points just because of the fucking name Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> <laughs> Fultz is listening going, fuck, that's my cousin. He's out of a job. He's going to be moving uh, in the trailer park. We're going to coast and play for this next one. What you're going to do, you're going to run out in the flat, and you're going to soak the head out of a crawfish. <laughs> D-backs will not hit him. You just catch the ball and run. Listen, listen, y'all. When we get done here, we're gonna. I'm gonna take you boys out to Waffle House, buy a nice, nice fancy meal. So make sure you do get on this play right here, because my my sister wife sitting up in the stands, and you know I, I really don't want to disappoint her here today. <laughs> All right, I need nicotine. I need to know what the fuck Charles is talking about that he isn't gonna talk about on microphone because you never know. Damn. I might end up talking about this is sidetrack powered by DHD, formerly heard on Pulling Radio Network after this show. <laughs> Speaking of Lions coaches, I don't give a damn. Dirty Hooker Diesel is your full-size diesel performance specialist in Harbor Beach. We're Michigan's final authority on anything performance and replacement related. Specializing in diesel performance parts and accessories for Duramax, Cummins, and Powerstroke diesel engines. From custom-built transmissions and engines to CP3 pumps and injectors. Check them out at DirtyHookerDiesel.com. Hi, this is Tony Burkett, owner of Dirty Hooker Diesel. We are a full-service repair facility that can handle any task from stock to modified, big or small. So give us a call, 989-479-0444. Dirty Hooker Diesel, the final authority on everything performance and replacement. And we're back with Sidetracked here on Pulling Radio Network, powered by DHD, Diesel Freaks, and Peak Oil, and, of course, Cap Brothers down in Kansas City, Missouri. Pete Pesnick, of course, on site at Gordyville, campaigning and showing a lot of his wonderful products he brings to offer for Antique all the way up to uh, NTPA Pullers, PPL, Outlaw. He's got everybody covered. If you got a tractor, he's got parts for you. So make sure you stop by Cat Brothers. They're on Facebook. they got a website. Check them out. Then, of course, uh, also, we cannot forget our good friend, Brian Lively with The Hook Magazine. No, no, hell of a good dude. And, um, you know, he really, more so than most people realize, and he's done not just us, he's done this for a lot of people. He's He's been very good with uh, his, his wisdom and coaching and, and guiding what we do here. <laughs> 
I know I know there's parts of it he doesn't agree with, and that's okay. We've talked about it, and he he's he recognizes. Look, you're doing what you got to do for a certain market or whatever to to make it go. But uh, man, very very smart guy, very helpful to us, and uh, appreciate it. Absolutely, of course. Got to see Brian down there, and as always, great guy. Got me a new ball cap because my ball cap that. came up missing. <laughs> yeah, I had some friend of lake and take my ball cap my beer money hat off my head and i never saw that again so it's fine it was dirty and jason will get me another one as you say we know where to get another one <laughs> but no uh got another poll to talk about coming up here in a few weeks yeah there's well shit there's stuff going on already everywhere there's stuff this weekend i totally forgot the antique poll is down in uh, uh harrisburg uh, harrisburg the uh, farm show tony kosar has been out there doing live streaming of yep. that. finally got to talk to Co- tony again uh earlier this week uh yeah. he's doing good spinning is gonna be back up and running here again so i saw him he's been doing some shows again i haven't had a chance to watch him but i saw that he was doing it and he used to be part of prn he's shows. still part of the prn family but, yeah he chose to go his own way kind of as far as distribution goes but you know what he's a good dude doing good things for for the sport and it's cool to see him getting back in the saddle absolutely i i can't say a crossword about him no. i mean it sucked he left and it's it's, it's what it is it's business it is and that's you know we part of Jason Schultz part away from Pulling Radio Network and uh, still listen to Let's you know, Go he, Pulling and he promotes he, our yeah. stuff. We promote his. Anything that happened when, when Tony left the, the network, I'm sure there was maybe some intrigue and some talk out there about what went on. Look, it was real simple. Tony's the Tony's the personality of the kind of that lone wolf. <laughs> he wants to do it himself. I get it, man. Cool. No hard feelings here. No, absolutely not. You know, and it, it's great to see him up in Harrisburg yeah. covering the antique stuff like we do because... There's only the two of us covering the antiques. Nobody else talks about it. It's a, you, you get it here or you get it from him. But uh, down Riverbend Arena, down just outside Tulsa, Oklahoma, we've got the first annual pull down there, James Grossman, Ryan Herks. Uh, setting that up, yours truly will be on microphone down there. Is, so, it, is that independent or is that NACP? It's independent, uh, very similar rules to Tunica, other yeah. than every class going to be there, some sort of cut tires, or top cut or I full gotcha. cut. So... Uh, going to be a very very interesting poll i guess there is a bar in steakhouse at the arena oh oh huh. hmm. and james says there's going to be just enough alcohol for him and me only so <laughs> <laughs> which reminds me did you hear who won tunica's uh st jude's class yeah and it's gone. I, I don't remember. Oh, you haven't been on the tunica post at all to see him. I, you know, actually being mentioned that James Grossman won the class. No, oh, that's two right. times in a row. Yeah, no, I. You know, I don't. Just some wacko from Oklahoma. You I know, don't follow that thread honestly. <laughs> Which did he? What did he buy that M? No. Oh, okay. he's an Oliver guy. He's an Oliver guy. All right. But we can talk about the new St. Jude's tractor, Eric Holen, and the guys yeah. up in Wisconsin. We've got the first Division Three. Raffle tractor coming out. They had it down in Gordyville. It's almost done. New paints on it. New side shields. Uh, waiting on the front weight bracket and wheelie bars. Got somebody doing that already? The weight bracket? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No, that post you saw me make was a smart ass one because of uh, Jeff Graver's post of a weight bracket for sale right. that came off the tractor. And okay. I, I I was asked to take it down. I I guess some people are getting butt hurt. Fine, whatever. Because if they if they did need one donated, um, I was going to make that happen. Yep, yep, no, uh, Sidetrack will be involved in that. We will be talking about the tractor all season long. It will be at all three Churning Dirt events 
uh, this year out in Richland Center of the Four Seasons of Motorsports. It will be at Mayhem, Churning Dirt, and, of course, Hybrid Redneck in the fall. So uh, guys up there, Cordy Meister is going to be taking care of that and making sure it's there on site. Of course, Jason Schultz from Beer Money uh, being an integral part of making sure that yep. tractor's there. Uh, tickets are $20 a piece or 6 for 100 and uh, awesome, awesome piece yeah. this year. And it's I only mean, everyone's been a stout tractor. And they got a huge jump start on this year's, more so than the previous two. I mean, this thing, by the time it gets given away, what, 11 months from now, this thing's going to be awesome. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, first true Division three tractor, everything else has yeah. been Division two top cut. But, uh, nope, beautiful set of full cut uh, 151 Firestones on nice. the back from Alderson Tire. Of course, Jeff Graver with Graver Restoration. Um, the list goes on of people involved 100% with it. 100% all goes to kids, man. All goes to kids. It all goes there. St. Jude's, all of it. And if you haven't been down to two to get to see the St. Jude's class, bring Kleenex. It's it gives you chills, and then the raft, the auction the next day they do. I mean, it's it's awesome what you know what these antique pullers who don't have a big bankroll like a lot of the professional pullers. And I'm not saying they all all professional guys do, but these guys are pulling harder and money yeah. out of their pocket to make sure you know these kids uh, have the funding to get healthy yep. and get out and enjoy the life that we take for granted. So cool thing yeah there's uh, you know I, I was sitting down i might even been today i don't remember hell life's a blur looking at all the indoor events that are actually out there that you can go to and there's more all the time now with tom mcconnell starting up the vtpa thing there's there's chip shawana coming up Chip Shawana. i i gotta check that one and see if that's what i don't think i'm free to get down there but i was gonna try to sneak down to it because i saw a list of what classes they were gonna have and it's like, i want i want to be in that building bad they got, of course, Chip Chuana. They got Riverbend, um, Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne. Um, it, it's a great thing to see. Of course, you know you got USA pullers doing their, uh, yep. not US USAP. Yeah, USA pullers. They they between, have a couple indoor pulls. Between they Field of Dreams and the stuff in Princeton. They kind of go back and forth between the two. And venues. of course, and NATPA with their full circuit. Um, Florida kicks off, I think, this weekend. There's a yep. string of events happening yep. down in Central Florida. Yep. Um, Ocala, Leesburg. Um, Eustace, Inverness. Yep. I mean, uh, there's one more, and I can't think of it. Zeesburg. Zellwood. Zellwood. Yep. Um, you know, you got pulling kicking off down there, and anything and everything can show up down there. That's the cool part about pulling yeah. in Florida. It doesn't happen very often, but it, the snowbirds bring their tractors with them. I, I want to get down there because Leesburg's and Ocala's not that, Inverness is not that far from no. me. But, no. um. Heck, I got family in Tampa, too. I mean. Oh, yeah, I did not realize yeah. that. I'm only a half hour out of Tampa, so. Yep. Um, but you got that going on. You got Decalb. You've got Gordyville. You got Cloverdale coming up. You've got Harrisburg for Keystone. I mean, if you can't find a pull in the winter, you're just no. not looking. Husker Classic, White Corn Husker, yeah. Uh, there's that one in North Carolina, Williamsburg or William, whatever. You go, yep. go to go to go to the Atlantic Ocean, then back up 30 miles, and you're there. Yeah, I mean, you Big can. Big Daddy Motorsports is you the can group does attend that a pole just about every weekend throughout the winter. Everything and yeah, there's there's tons and tons of stuff. So it's cool. Um, anybody who 
we can call the eighties the golden age if we want to, and that's fine. But to say that pulling is not the today's circuit is in any way in poor health, I disagree. Because there's stuff going on everywhere all the time, and they wouldn't be going on if there wasn't no. money involved. No, no. You go back a handful of years. Go back just fifteen years ago, and Gordyville was brand new. You had Farm Show, you had Decal Pull, and NATPA, and that was about it. Harrisburg. Yeah, Harrisburg's is there. there. They've been there. there for a while. Yeah, they're getting up there. They're they're at their eleventh or fifteenth year, yeah. something like that. I mean, so no, if you can't find polling over the winter that suits your fancy, you're just not fucking trying. And let's face it, with RFD cover and NTPA and MAV TV, of course, Forrest Lucas, oh, you can find any motorsports on there. Yeah. But of course, having the pro polling league being on there, you know, you, used to be a rare thing. You'd catch a poll on TNN. Once in a while, yeah. You know, now you know I'm going back. Most yeah. people know it as Spike TV now. I remember when it changed over from TNN. I was kind of bummed, you know. TNN was a cool station. Oh, it was a great station. And uh, watching uh, Stacy David and yeah. all them guys and uh, Hemingsway uh, Car Show. Or oh, yeah. The car- Hemings Motor News. Hemings and- Motor News, yep. That mustache epic as all, always. Yeah. <laughs> um. They were a primary distribution too for the American sports cavalcade stuff that which yeah which pulled in the Diamond P and you got the the Steve Evans and really cool coverage that way too. But you know there's there's lots of pulling out there and it's kind of nice for us covering over the winters. We've always got something to talk about yeah. now. Yeah, it's there's no no shortage for material. And it's us us forcing ourselves to get out there. You know, is I'm I'm looking I'm booked solid just about every weekend here in January and. uh February is pretty crammed already, and yep. March is going to be another busy one. Yeah, it sure will be. For sure will so be. So you had some topics you want to bullshit about. We can talk about Yeah, the, the, forbid- the, the, the forbidden subject came in to had to do with uh, sand piles at the end of the track, and the only, my only comment is leave that shit loose and make that driver think about it. That's all. It's meant to be a safety thing and not a launch ramp. We get it. Shit happens, but that, that's that's all. It. That's all we're gonna say about that. That's it. I'm not gonna get any deeper nope, about that. Nope. Nope. Uh, this morning, um, did some Photoshop work last night. Yes, the photos are fake. No, the Photoshop work is not the best. If that's all you're here to comment on, move along because it's meant Go to fuck this, off. Meant to start a discussion. Direction. Is that what we could see pulling tractors look like in a handful of years? Um, I kind of think, yeah, it could happen. It could happen. Uh, do I like it eh, aesthetically? No. But technology continues onward, man, and the sleds aren't getting any heavier. No, and like we talked about before we even got going with the show today, is, uh, you know, we discuss every poll, like you said, the sleds are not going to get any heavier, and some of these classes need to undergo a weight reduction. You know, you're looking from pro stock and super stock, light super stock, they're all components now. These tractors are stupid light to begin with. Why the fuck is Pro Stock not 8,500 pounds? I don't know. Yeah, is it cool watching them at 10,000? Absolutely. It is. But it's all weight stuck on the front. They got a full weight rack every time. Mm -hmm. And you're looking at a class that you got to be 4,000 plus horsepower now to be in the ballgame. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do going, you know, there's going to come a time when it's going to be a class that really the sleds can't stop. So you start taking the weight off because it's the only other way. Or yeah. drop the draw bar. It's one of the two. Now, the pictures we've seen, you know, the light super, I don't see that happen. 
near as quick as the Light Unlimited. No, they're kind of they're hemmed in a little bit more, I think, in terms of horsepower level they can achieve. But the Light Unlimited, we're already seeing a class. It's hard to keep the nose down. It is. They're basically just big mini rods. That's all they are. And look at your garden tractor pulling. The most movable weight you have in a garden tractor is your physical body. Yeah, the ratio. Yeah. They do not have, a lot of them don't have steering brakes until you get into a mini rod style. No. You move the tractor around by leaning. Yep. Now, we got to get the front end down. I'm a 250-pound guy. Move me physically forward. Yep. Is it going to change the feel? Is it going to change that bubble you sit on? You're not going to have that seat of the pants feel? Absolutely. Ram Bunch just got away with it for how many damn years? I, You know, and that's the, the argument I was waiting for, for someone to say. I was waiting for someone to really look at that, what I, the, what I did with um, Titer's Light Unlimited mod where the roll cage is shoved forward, and, and you have heard for so long, drivers talking about, well, you just got better seat-of-the-pants feel sitting on top of the pumpkin. I can feel it better. I can feel it better. Well, that may be true, but how come every two-wheel drive truck puller on the planet doesn't sit on their pumpkin then? They don't. Art, None of them do because Art, they're forced to. Art Arthons for how many years? Yeah. So Where I mean, was the seat on a on, green monster? Up on top in the front. Yep. So, I mean, the idea that you can't you can't get the feel out of it isn't true because the two-wheel drive trucks are the hardest thing to bring off the line in pulling, bar none, period. They don't seem to have any problems. No. No. But people go, oh, that's a truck class. So? Yeah, it don't matter. It still, doesn't matter. It's a glorified still, it's a, it's mod a, chassis with, yeah, with mini-rod tires. It's a stretched mini-rod. That's all it is. I mean, yep. and they seem to be able to handle it. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, that's a class I can see that. Pilot Ford style setup really coming to effect. You already see Tyler Saw utilizing it, getting right yeah. up close on his mini. And, you know, hell, we've seen Lisa Tatum make the comment on Facebook yes, are we concerned for our future kids? Absolutely. <laughs> but you got to put faith in our modern safety devices. Yeah. And they so are a job. very good, very good at what they do. Is there going to be flukes? I could walk outside here right now and get hit by a bus, and I'm standing. Uh, we're off a dirt road in the middle of the country. Could happen. It happens. Yeah. And the idea that I they, have a better chance than they do. And we talked about the idea that they could build a light limited, unlimited just like that. We sure should could. I mean, the minis have been for sale. I don't know what they're planning on doing. If they got new mini designs coming forward. Or, hey, look, Bruce ran a mod for years. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, it, it could be in the cards that they do it. <laughs> in fact, Bruce. Show no mercy. I've never heard of it. The first time he built the, the mod, it was not a four motor. It was a three, and it was... Actually, the, the roll cage was a bit forward on it. Yep. Um, he'd run state-level hooks with it with, with two motors. You can see that. Uh, you go into you had YouTube. a goofy cage set up on it anyway. Yeah. It was always short and squat. looked like some fat guy yeah. sat on the thing. And then the, at the time, people asked him, why do you have it like that? And he said, I like to be down down in the tires. I've, I've driven a mini rod forever. I don't want to be sitting way up on a perch on top. It just feels more natural for me to be down in there, kind of you know, the way the, the 70s mini or modifies used to be. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's slaw boys ain't right to begin with. <laughs> First off, Tyler's marrying my future ex-wife, so I'm, <laughs> we got that little bit of, well, well I'll, I'll get him convinced, you know, it's a bad idea sooner or later. But, you know, no, I mean, those are, I, I think those are going to be the guys that you're going to see Somebody like Something them to come out of. Yeah. 
and it's a matter of time before somebody else realizes, you know, we already got these motors out as front as far as we can, and at 6,000 pounds, we can't keep the fronts down. No, no. The only other thing you can do other than tucking the driver right behind the motor would be to put them up top, and that's, it's not going to happen, but because there's just no real way to adequately structurally build the roll cage then and have it be integral to the frame. So it's just not going to happen. But, yeah, I think the days are coming where somebody's going to try it. Can't blame them for trying, and, I mean, part of the sport of pulling has always been innovation. It's the thing we've been starving for for so long here. It's so cookie-cutter, and especially now in the component era. The it rules so cookie-cutter. The rule man. books have painted so many of these classes into a certain paradigm, and to see, the, see it's that It's a NASCAR mentality. Up, it's, I hate it. I hate it. It's another, another way where European pulling is better. I'm sorry, it's just better. Yeah, I mean, see guys over there running four turbocharged diesel motors with a blown Chevy sitting on the front. Yeah, everything. Turbines of all kinds, aircraft and industrial radials. power plants. Radials, yeah. What is it, Dragonfire or whatever it is? The, yeah, seven banks of six cylinders each, some oh Russian 42-cylinder oh thing. Oh, my God. It's just, I get a woody every time I see that tractor. That yeah. thing just, that's horsepower. Yeah, and their light mod class is 5,500 pounds. Yeah. Woohoo! Do it. Yeah. I don't get it. Oh, we can't get them that light over here. Bullshit. Two Allisons are on tractors over there at 5,500 pounds. You tell me we can't do it? Get real. We're not trying. We're not. Come complacent. Yep. Too complacent. Time to shake the tree and sidetrack's going to lead the way. You know, just pick up the phone and order a wedge frame and then dial 1-800-SASSY. Yep. It's impressive because... Any anytime there's that much power, of course it's impressive, but you do become a bit jaded. I can be impressive too in the right situation, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, wouldn't say fifteen horsepower is a whole lot, but my saw's in your garage, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that thing. Need to get that thing out and uh <laughs> Knock the cobwebs out of it. Yeah, that and the 5,500. Yeah. That's at the farm. That's my favorite saw. One day I'll have my own. It's here. <laughs> I just need to clean the goddamn garage up and finish the thing. <laughs> that, and then I want to restore that 55, that Husker Ryan 55 for you. I'm going to oh. give that back to you when it's done. Cool. Thank you. Then, then get on to my 797 that I tore apart into a box four years the ago. The one I was cleaning on last year. Or two. No. Four. Three winners ago. Yeah, now. three winners ago. I'm finally put that thing back. No, together. yeah, four. That's been five years ago. Five years, yeah, yeah. No more than that because I'm going on my sixth season announcing. Did we tear? Yeah, shit, yeah, it has been that long since we <laughs> tore that apart. Holy Christ! I have everything I need to put it back together too. I just got to do. The you want to know the nice part about that though? Is every year we're getting further away from that nasty point in your life called a divorce. <sighs> yeah. One good thing coming out of that. We got to be good friends, so. And then you get the shit show that we do. Here There's a lot of good things that came out of that. <laughs> Lots. Which reminds me, I, I mean, we talked up there. You get, she told me I had to behave, but you know this is not going to completely happen. It already hasn't. Yeah, you do. You know that. Uh, yeah. You know that weekend you picked. Well, you know, hey. <laughs> Sacrifices have to be made. My 30th birthday, and they decide to get married. Eh, you know. That's right, it sucks. 
I've been on a kick watching Rodney Dangerfield stuff. Caddyshack has been on repeat for quite some time. Oh, nice. Oh, God, I love him. God, I love him. But get no respect. (laughs) My wife and I have have this agreement. We'll only smoke after sex. What concerns me is I've had the same pack since 1970. (laughs) She's up to three packs a day. (laughs) And he never swore. No, he worked clean. But the one-liners, oh, Oh. God. God. Who's the other guy who the the one-liners? God, that's his whole act, whole career. I can picture him. Yeah. I can think of him. Can't think of his name. I think that'll come to me later. Gerbaugh, tell us who we're missing here. I know he's got to know who Henny Youngman. Henny Youngman, yes. Yes. Oh, God. I got a... Take my wife, please. (laughs) I've got a uh, Friars book of jokes. Oh, awesome. I got a few of them. I'll have to get one out for you. Yeah, that'd be cool. And for those of you who do not know who the Friars are, it is the elite comedians. Yep, and they always did it clean because it was on TV. Always clean. Um, they're the ones who started the roast. Yeah, that's where it started. And uh, Dean Martin, you know, all them. You know, Actually, the, Jerry one of, Lewis. One of the funniest things I've ever seen was an old rerun of Dean Martin's TV show. I and have every single Dean Martin roast. It's the, and it's the one where Johnny Carson comes out and tells him to fuck off and they have to bleep it. And Dean Martin falls apart. He couldn't finish the rest of the show. <laughs> It doesn't help. Dean was blitzed every well, yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe the first time my wife ever heard Dean Martin sing or see him. She goes, oh, my gosh, is he handsome? I really like him. I go, yeah, he's been dead for like 20 years, 30 <laughs> years now. Really? Yeah. Then she brought up Kurt Cobain. She thought he was cute. I go, Kurt yeah. Cobain? Yeah, I go. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. I go, he looks Dean so Martin's <laughs> cute, but then we're going to go to Kurt Cobain? She's weird. You know my That's wife. That's really weird. And I go, yeah, it looks good from the front still. What do you mean? I go, the 12-gauge hole exit wound in the back of his head really fucks with his looks. <sighs> but, no, I've got the Fire Club's books, and Henny Youngman's one-liners are just some of them I've got earmarked because yeah. it just, I wish I could have that comedian delivery. You know, the speed to remember that stuff. Oh, God, you know. Yeah, we're getting sidetracked. I don't Who care because we're talking good comedians. You know, Red Skelton. Yes. Never drank a lick, but he could pay, play one of the, some of the best drunks ever. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, I grew up watching the, every year we watch Red Skelton's Christmas Variety Show, you know, Freddy the Freeloader. and um, Oh, who's the guy? He's, he was on Rumble, Martin's show, too, Rumble, could always Rumble, play the drunk guy. Oh, my God. Um, He just passed away recently. I can picture him. He was a hilarious drunk. Yeah. Because he had a lazy eye already. So you yes. didn't have to fake it. With the beard, I can yep. picture him. I can think of it. I can't believe I'm forgetting. I literally have every Dean Martin roast. Oh, go, go, we got to Google this crap because this one's going to drive me nuts. We got enough devices here. I'm not logged on yeah. Wi-Fi, but oh, my That's God. Foster, Foster Brooks. Yes, Foster, Foster Brooks. Brooks. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. All the kids, all everybody who listens to this show who's under the age of twenty-two is now looking at their phone, whatever device. They're going, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Under thirty-five, forty. Yeah, it's a wonder let's, I know this let's shit. Let's face it, I should not know this. I mean, my mother-in-law one year got me every Dean Martin roast. That was the best thing ever. And then the following winter, she got me the best of the Carol Burnett show. Another good one. Oh my god, 
Tim Conway, when he's the dentist scene where he keeps injecting himself with a Novocaine. Gold. Tim Conway, another comedic gold. I grew up watching the Apple Dumpling Gang with him and Don Knotts. Yeah. Dwarf on Golf? Yes. Oh. <laughs> We've all seen the Mama's, Mama's show, Mama's Family TV show. Yeah. You've seen the excerpt, the, the blooper reel yep. of him with the elephant. Yes. Yeah, another great one. You know, it, it it was all ad lib stuff. You never knew oh, what was coming out. No, on. and that's what that's why on the Carol Burnett show, most of them would fall apart in the scenes they would do with them because they were all live. Yeah, it, it was, was all live. It was live, and they didn't know it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's oh my god, this is you know, if, if I could hit a comedic goal in my life. It would be to hit what any of these guys do. It's not Cat Williams or any of these guys no. that are on Comedy Central now where fuck this and N-word that. I'm not going to put that one out over the air. But, you know, oh, I don't know. It, it's funny, but it's not that comedic goal. No. Well, I guess for, for me, it just I have a dark sense of humor. So for me, the ultimate is always George Carlin. And yes, George Carlin most foul mouth guy you've ever yeah. met the seven words yeah you know but his his observational humor was just witheringly witheringly blisteringly funny he probably one of the most biggest geniuses out there yeah. as far as political viewpoints political standings global climate things like that yep he was on point with everything he said and I grew up with George Carlin as the voice of Mr. Conductor on yes. Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> and then as I got older, I realized, oh, fuck, he did a TV show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unlikely character to do that voiceover work, but he did. When I got, well, it wasn't just voiceover. Yeah, he was actually on, too, wasn't he? On he Shining was Time Station, he was Mr. Conductor. He was yeah, he actually, actually starred in it. Yeah. Well, Ringo Starr was also. I remember that, yeah. You know, and... Of course, but he also did all the voices and all. It just was excellent at it. Just yeah. excellent at it. But, you know, I mean, then they brought in Alec Baldwin, and it just kind of went all the hell from there. But Yeah, I don't see him on the Thomas Tank Engine thing. But he, he did a decent much job. He's a but, fucking asshole. He's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But, you know, I mean, when Netflix, when we first don't got Netflix, media? when we first got uh, Netflix, they had all seven George Carlin HBO specials on there. Well, did they really? I didn't even check to see. He did. The, of course, not only the first Saturday Night Live, but he was one of the first people to ever do a home box office comedy show. Yeah. It was yeah. unheard of. You had your variety shows like Dean Martin, Red come on Skelton, and do Johnny Carson. And... Yep. Johnny Carson, of course, the voice of The Tonight Show. Always will be. Always will be. I'm old. I remember Johnny before Jay Leno and. Jay's good, but if you Johnny could, was the If you voice. could get past your parents and stay up to watch Johnny Carson, that was cool. I, and I would try. Oh, him and Ed McMahon are, will always be the yes, dynamic. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I grew up with Ed McMahon as the voice of uh, Publishers Clearinghouse. <laughs> uh-huh. But, you know, this is this is. I don't give a shit if we're not talking Poland right now. I, I, I no, everybody gave up listening after my rant, anyways. They do. I they do. Our, I'm not gonna say it. 
they 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 knew after listening to the rant the show was going to deteriorate yeah. after that but you know, I have to dig out the fires book for you just because, oh my gosh, you know, the comedic gold that come out of that. It's just, it's smart, smart comedy. Not smart alecky, smart. Yes. You actually had to think to laugh. Yep. Engage, engage with what's going on. Exactly. Engage with the audience. They throw something in there and it just go right by. If you weren't paying attention, they just right over your head. And if you were paying attention, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, definitely innuendos, things like oh, that, yeah. just bam, and but it's skated by. Yep, very subtle. But heaven forbid you call somebody a cheap prick nowadays. Yeah, whatever. It is what it is. But you know, God, we got off of this off of Rodney Dangerfield. God, I loved him. God, him, John Candy. That was, that was good TV. What happened to TV nowadays? That, that's your opinion. <laughs> oh, my God. He was another. Um, it's a wonderful life. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? Oh, well, you know. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. And all I can hear is Dana Carvey's impression of him yes, sitting in the yes. backseat of a car. Getting a blowjob from a hooker? Yes. Yeah, do, do it again, whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. God, he was another one good comedic gold. Or, well, I know it's not popular to talk about David Spacek. He's one of the bad people now, but uh, he was interviewed. He does impressions, too. He's yes. a Jimmy Stewart. Yes. <laughs> uh, he was on uh, the actor's studio being interviewed, and then they asked him, you know, to, as Jimmy Stewart, why are you... Are you Jimmy Stewart when you're in character, or are you just a Jimmy Stewart playing a version of Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> well, I know what you're trying to say, and the answer is yes. <laughs> God, that was some of the best shit ever. They don't do stuff like that anymore. Nope. Or if they do, it's now it's, uh, you know, noir comedy and the hipster bags ruin it. That's why I love Letterkenny. And I love Canadian humor, and I love yeah. British humor. You know, oh, yes, very much. PBS. Huge Anglophile. You know, it, it, they've got... I share uh, Mrs. Brown's Boys. You've seen mm -hmm. the clips, you know, yep. one with the spine air freshener and spray glue. Yeah. The other <laughs> one with the stolen phone I posted this week, you know. it's They've got a better grasp of humor than we ever will. They do. And you know what? They, even their... The supposedly serious people can laugh for a minute. You know, when uh, Rick Mercer, yeah, Rick Mercer report yep. goes to, he'll walk right up to the Prime Minister of Canada and shove a microphone in his face and say something silly, and, and the Prime Minister will even laugh. He'll like, all right, you got me, I'll play along. <laughs> you, you, you just can't do that here. Everything's so serious. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe they did that. It's like, life requires humor. It does. How so it gets through? me by. You know that first and foremost. I'm, I'm the biggest clown you'll ever find. Yeah, it's, it's actually. I'm gonna reveal something about myself. It's kind of a barometer of how I'm really feeling because if the humor that I'm putting out there and making you laugh with is a particularly deep, dark brand of dark humor, I'm probably not in the best mood. I'm probably not feeling it. Yep. But you know, with me is I, I walk in the room. I've got to be that clown. Yeah. Always have been. 
And you want to know something about me? Normally, if I'm being the clown, there's something wrong. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Because you're happy, you're content, you don't need to. Yep. Yep. But if I'm out there being the biggest clown, oh, yeah. Yep, something's going Enough on. talking about us. I got to have a cigarette because, well. Give me the time. <laughs> but did you die today? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, we're going to take a break. This was sidetracked on Pulling Radio Network. <laughs> you make your living going up and down the road, and time is money. Would you like to save up from 5 to 25% on fuel, up to 25% more power with better bottom-end acceleration? You need to get with DieselFreak.com and their truck tuning services. Works for Cummins, Caterpillar, Detroit Diesel, and more. If you want to kick it up another notch, you can get their off-highway tuning for high horsepower. It'll unlock the RPM limiters. Twin turbo setups, VGT turbo replacement, EGR valve delete, DPF delete, urea delete, and more, and it all comes with a 30-day warranty. Not only that, they've also moved into the agriculture realm. They'll bring their dyno on-site to you. Get a baseline on your tractor and write a custom tune for it, load it up, and show you the difference. Also, with a 30-day warranty, save fuel, increase power with performance tuning from DieselFreak.com. For Case IH, Callenger, Klaus, Fent, John Deere, Massey, Ferguson, New Holland, Valtra, and more, DieselFreak.com. They can be reached at 989-748-4145, 989-748-4145. Ask for Wade and tell them the Pulling Radio Network sent you. And we're back with Sidetracked Heard here on Pulling Radio Network. Big show, Tony Burkhardt, Ed Schubridge, Wade Alone, Pete Pesnick, and of course, Brian Lively, some of our great sponsors. Heard here on the Sidetrack program. Without them, we won't be able to do what we do, and hopefully soon we hear from our buddy Nick Ostentoski with Discreet Diesel. Yeah. I know he wanted to get on board, so uh, hopefully uh, we can get that tied up soon in a nice, neat bundle and uh, bring them out to the forefront in their power stroke abilities. Discreet Diesel will be anything but we get our hands on their marketing. Oh, gosh. He, he won't know what to do. I know he's already <laughs> swamped. Big shout-out, Randy Reyes. Brand new shop for yeah. Randy's transmissions. Congrats to them. I uh, still like the fact crew. that two-thirds great of the crew. floor plan was originally refrigeration. <laughs> That's whole <laughs> Not just refrigeration. Deep freeze. Yeah. In the meat locker you go. No kidding. You know, his refrigeration, his uh, air conditioning bill should be great. Yeah. Now, when you think of that much awesome, I mean, how else are you going to chill it? <laughs> But no, big shout out to them. Good friends of ours, of course. Unfortunately, not a sponsor yet. I'll, we'll have to bug them. But uh, nope, some good friends of the program, the Sidetrack crew. and I, th- I think uh, I think Mott's picked up the marketing gig for him, supplying him with an endless you know, lifetime supply of juice boxes. No shit. So, uh, but great to see him growing his company and all these companies. I know HSP, big things coming on the front for them. Yeah, every seems like everybody in that industry is just growing constantly. It's a great thing to see. I know there's a Lisa's lot Lisa's of... got a new building that's going to be going yep, up. Yeah, I forgot about that one. We've seen the site yeah. for that one. They, I believe construction's underway for that. So, got you know, great to see them. And uh, looking forward to seeing our promoters, of course, for the 2018 season. Uh, got some great promoters we work for and uh, yeah. looking forward to uh, coming back and putting on a good show for them. Langford will be a amazing event this year i cannot wait The classes they added i am salivating to get to that weekend oh god and we get we get to announce it 
Yeah. You get an ounce diesel supers for the first time in your life. Diesel supers and they brought in the heavy unlimiteds. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. <sighs> God, just let's go. I'm so fucking excited. How do you feel to be that point in your career now? I'm... It's, I'm seriously humbled and overwhelmed that I'm going to get that opportunity. And, and thanks a huge, huge ton to the promotion crew uh, at Langford and, and Dan Mayer, too. Because um, let's be honest, Dan could have cock-blocked it. He really totally could have. Oh, absolutely. And uh, to agree to, to let us play there, thanks to him as well. Oh, absolutely. So with that, uh, you need to get us booked. Get a hold of us again once, once again. For Andrew here, uh, 810-937-6493. All I remember yours is the 586 number. 586-405-4471. Or find us on Facebook. Get to us through the sidetrack page or individually. Plenty of plenty of ways to get a hold of either one of us. Yep. So with that, my name's Armstead. My name is Posh. Good night.